everybody, and welcome back to another recording here at gspn.tv. We're covering the Twilight Saga. And we have just officially made the announcement of what our super secret project has been, Stephanie. We have. We kept that secret for, what, at least two weeks? About that, I, I think, think, yeah. I think it's been about two weeks now. Been, yeah, that's a long time for you and I. It is, we're, it is. We're not big secret keepers here. No, we're not. But anyway, we are very excited because, of course, as you guys who are listening to the podcast episodes afterwards, you already know that we have finished reading the entire book, Twilight. And Stephanie and I sat down on the couch this afternoon and we watched the movie again. Now, of course, we've both seen the movie several times. Yeah. And this will be the very first time I've ever watched the movie, Stephanie, after having read the book. Right. And I want to just say that, oh... Yeah, I'm not so sure about the movie anymore. I know. And I thought the movie was really good when I saw it the first time. And in fact, I don't know that I ever would have really had the urge to read the book had it not been for the movie. And and there was so Which much. I already said it was interest in the movie that what led that's what led me to read the book. Exactly, exactly, and. You know, and, and and I had already mentioned in our previous recordings that, you know, there was a huge benefit for me watching the movie first because that allowed me to have some visualizations in my mind of who these characters look like. So it, the only exception, I think, in the movie that did not do ju- the character justice was um, uh, Rosalie. Right. I, th- I think now no offense to the actress who plays Rosalie in the movie. Nikki okay. Reed. I, no offense to her at all, but the the book describes a woman that is like none other. Right. You know? Absolutely. Th- and, and the girl who played Rosalie in the movie is beautiful, but she's not what I envision when I hear Bella go on and on and on about this person. Right. So, but other than that, Jasper, I, I'm so glad that I have... Hit that character right. from the movie in my mind when I think of Jasper. Alice, I, I wouldn't want Alice to look any different than Alice looks in the movie. <laughs> right. Edward, okay, he's he's Edward, you know, and, and Bella, obviously, I some attachment there. Charlie, perfect. You know, Billy. Oh, no, no, was that not, he's a, he's a, Billy Burke is a fantastic Charlie. Um Oh no! Okay, I was thought you. I thought you were going to say Billy Black was a fantastic Charlie. Okay, Billy Burke. Billy Burke is the actor who plays Charlie. Mm -hmm. I think that he's a fantastic Charlie. Um, The mustache was Billy Burke's idea. Okay. Um, and I think that that fits into you know the small town um, chief Charlie. You know the the character that Stephanie wrote him to be. I I don't. I think that he did a fantastic job playing that character. He did, and so. Yeah, I I just want to say that I've heard over and over and over again, and and that not just with Twilight. This is before Twilight ever existed. You know, you get all these great movies, and you get all these people who read books. You know, <laughs> you know, you know those people, right? Those people. Those, those I, I people think I'm read, one of those people. Those people who read books for pleasure, whatever. Uh, those people who read nonfiction, uh, <laughs> or 
Or, this is one of the first nonfiction books you've read or, in a that, very long time. I mean, time. that's what I meant. Or, yeah. People who read books other, other than, than nonfiction. Right. That's what I meant to say. Th- this is the first mm-hmm. story that you have read in a long time. You read a lot of self, self-help, a lot of, you know... Productivity. Productivity. Organizational. Absolutely. You know, this all is information. The first, this is the first fiction that you've read in quite a while. A very long time. Yeah. Since, since like Frank Peretti days of uh, right. this present darkness and... Piercing the darkness. Those were the those were the last ones I did. And that was gosh years years ago, ago right? But I found myself enjoying it. And uh, it, but y- here's where I was going with this. I've heard people talk about you know when I would go see a movie, it's like oh that movie is horrible, and I'm like <laughs> what are you talking about? That was a great movie, and they're like yeah, but it's but, n- it, it's the book is so much better. And I always I was so frustrated every time somebody said that that stupid book reader (laughs) that irked me i was like i don't care how awesome the movie or the book was because i don't have time to read that book and i never will read that book and i love this movie right don't go tell me this movie that i love was horrible and so i just want to say that twilight the movie (laughs) is horrible (laughs) it's it's an atrocity it is it in is a parts. total piece of moronic trash. In in parts, it is an atrocity. I have to agree with you. Now Only I enjoyed the movie. I did too. Until I read the book. The, I, I just want to say the movie is good. It's still a good movie. But when you compare yeah. it to the story that it doesn't tell, <laughs> it's I'm trying not to curse. It is horrible. The story that it, it doesn't bad. tell. That's hilarious. The story is not told in the movie. Not. No, the story okay. is not told in the movie. The No. I'm talking. The sto- a story is told in the movie. A story is told in the movie. But it is nowhere near as intense. The, the movie is unmoving. The as, story is unbuyable in the movie. Right. You know, I. Um. One of my overall biggest letdowns of the movie is that it doesn't show um and I and I get I get that things got to move faster for a movie. I get that, but it doesn't show the time in which the story developed. I mean, it it all happens very fast. I don't get it. Almost too fast. I don't get it that they didn't uh tell that because I've been I've watched plenty of movies that clearly represent the passing of time. Right. And they do it through conversation. They they do it through dialogue. They do it through three months later, you know, two uh, one week later. I mean there there are a lot of different techniques to use to to actually be able to Right. Because he mo- goes he goes a whole six weeks without looking at her. Yeah. You know, without speaking to her at all. And in the movie, it's just, yeah. you know, um, the almost accident to, you know, well, I know what you are. Well, I've got some notes here. Did, were you yeah. able to pull up the notes? Yeah. No, Great. I'm looking at the notes. All right. So let's let's take our notes in order. Okay. All right. And let's you helped me notes. develop this because you were saying some of these <laughs> things and I'm like, yeah, let me type that down. Anyways, quoting the movie, which I've got to be the worst person to watch a movie with. Ever. Yeah, and and then Ben Moore is in our chat room. He says, "I agree wholeheartedly, Cliff. The story in the movie is not viable. Right. Absolutely, the story in the book completely viable. Yeah, although fantasy completely viable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I totally get the story. Absolutely. And of course, for those who uh, are plus members and are going to be able to hear those prior episodes, 
uh, th- th- that's Absolutely. great. Or those who are not Plus members and purchase the series, uh, they'll get that. And if, by the way, for those of you who are listening to this pre-recorded, uh, we did make the announcement live on and the so internet. so we're recording this one live. That's right. right. And people are joining the chat room as they're hearing about the, the announcement here on Twitter. <laughs> Which is funny because now I'm trying to go back and forth between the notes and the chat room. Go and click so up in the I thing need, there. There's I know. A, I'm getting ready to do that. You know how to put I, the yes, sidebar up. Good. I do. Good. All right, so here's 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 our list of notes. First okay. and foremost, and this is horrible. Billy Bl- Billy and Jacob Black are in the beginning of the movie. Right. Wrong. No, right that they're in the beginning of the movie. I know. Right that they're wrong that they're in the beginning of the I'm, story. And here's the thing I'm going to try to do is like, okay, let's let's find out if there's a reason why they chose to do this because it had to be done to move the story along in a much faster mo- uh, scenario. Right. Is this something Bible? Is this something that we had to change the story for? And the answer to that question is, Stephanie, in your opinion? No. And my opinion is no as well. In fact... Did I answer correctly to your question because I totally wasn't listening? Yeah, you, you answered correctly. <laughs> So here's the deal. Uh, By the way, anybody else out there, please don't give any spoilers to New Moon. I have not read it yet, but we're going to be reading that next. Right. We're going to start that tomorrow. Exactly. So. Where's the button for the thing? It's up in the folder called live. I know. And then there's a little thing that says sidebar. Oh, there it is. I totally missed it. Sorry. That's all right. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. So Billy Black and and Jacob Black being in the beginning of the story is not necessary. It didn't do anything other than to introduce them, you know, to the story of who they are. But the book did it in a way that made sense. And, yes. And it didn't make sense for them to change the whole story there. It no, wasn't a big enough thing to make me really upset, except for the fact that um, they also, I mean, they changed the whole, you know. They changed the whole how. How they knew each other. Exactly. Because Bella is the same age as Jacob's sisters, not the same age as Jacob. And, you know, they didn't used to make mud pies together, you know, and that that frustrated me. Yeah, she, really she pretty much didn't know him. And in the movie, she says, oh, uh, that's too bad that you're not going to school with me right. because it would have been nice to have somebody I knew. And she doesn't know him. She doesn't she know him in the book. She hasn't been in Forks in like two years. Yeah, right? was it, she, was it two she years? was hardly clued into his ex- his existence when she hung out with his sisters. Exactly. So, uh, OK, now the next note. The school is totally screwed up in the movie. <laughs> I am sorry, but when no. I look at that school, I love that it you... looks like a school. No, okay. This is this is what we say. It does look like a school, and it's described very specifically in the book as a as, as, a, as, a, as a series of houses, as a know, series, series of, of buildings, buildings that does not look yes. like a school. And uh, so, I love that you are, I don't know, so passionate about the fact that. It, it's portrayed differently because I mentioned the Cullen's house, which I'm sure is down here later on. And uh-huh. because obviously we took notes as we were watching the movie. Right. And when they showed the house in that scene, you're like, well, I don't understand because it's, you know, there's glass in the front and I'm like, no, but it is specifically described a certain way in the book yeah. as being, you know, this large, um, extravagant house with pillars and you walk in and you can tell that all the walls have been knocked out and you're walking into this great ex- 
expanded room, you know, yeah. and the back walls are made of glass. Right. And then they go up the stairs to the kitchen. None of that is, you know, there's supposed to be this grand staircase. Yeah. You know, and um, that is frustrating because their house is in the other books. You know, this is not, and, and it's something that, it, I don't know, I feel like it's going to, it's either going to change dramatically for the next movies or... Uh, it, well, but well, it, it's wrong. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing I'll say about the house. Since we're talking about the house right now, is that we we did see a uh, an entire wall of windows. All right. So we did see that, and we weren't told whether or not that was the back of the house or the front of the house that they pulled up to. All right. So okay. I'll give them that. And when they walked in the front door, they I did notice because I was watching for it because you told me ahead of time. Um, and I did notice that when I they did. walked in the front door, mm-hmm. they did not show the entire first level where they walked into no, they and they kind of walked up to the yeah. kitchen, which it could be that if you walked in, they could have walked in to the back of the house and they could have actually that the part that they didn't show before they walked up the steps could have been a big, huge open space. The other thing that's missing could have been the other thing that one of my favorite chapters was the Cullens. Yes. You know, and you go there and you meet them and it It was completely different. It was completely different. Right. You know, and 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 the fact that Rosalie was in 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 the house? No. And it completely <laughs> made up dialogue. Right. No, I get that. Here no. comes the human. <laughs> McKenna loves our 4-year-old loves that line. Does she? Yes. Um so and she's team Emmett in case anyone was wondering. But um I get that you can't cast an actress and expect her to be in a movie with no speaking parts, you know, um, and that she had to have lines, but she, they were completely in that scene, completely fabricated and just not, I don't know. Yeah. Technically, and, she didn't speak to Bella. And in the movie, they didn't make her dinner. But she didn't know. You know, it's, did, even that book. was, yeah, that's what I meant. In yeah. the In the book, they didn't make her dinner either. It's just... I don't know. And we didn't. And, so. and I, my another favorite part of that chapter was where Edward uh, tells her the story of Carlisle, but what? in a way of of uh, explaining Carlisle's whole backstory right. and and Carlisle sitting in his office. I mean, I, these are very vivid images of my in my mind of how the story went. Right. And it was and that could have been portrayed in the movie. Could have. You know? Very well could have. So let's go back to okay. We got um, the school looks different. Yeah, it, I'm, we're going back to the notes. Okay, um, all right, Mike and Jessica. Mike and Jessica. I want to tell you that I had seen the movie, <laughs> and I did not even remember who Mike and Jessica were <laughs> or know. what they looked like I at know. all. I seen the movie twice, and I could <laughs> when I was reading the book, I couldn't think for a minute who. What did these guys look like? So. I had to visualize some different pictures, and I wanted to say that the Mike and Jessica in the movie totally didn't do it for me. They did? Nope. <laughs> I thought funny. they were out of place. Okay. I, I did. Uh, but it was kind of neat to see Mike and Jessica after knowing right. Mike and Jessica. Yeah. Wrong part about that, Jessica's not in Bella's gym class. Oh, okay. She's not. They have classes together, but not gym. Yeah. And... um. That's the first time that that they, but that is where they introduced that obviously Jessica is into Mike. Yeah. You know, and anyway, yeah. but uh, we have, when I say we, um, 
our nine-year-old daughter and myself have watched all of the special features that came with her DVD. She got the DVD for her birthday um, from my parents. And uh, the scene where um, Mike, the the, um, the actor who plays Mike is Mike also. Um, Michael Welch, I believe his name is. Anyway, so when they were filming the scene where he gets hit in the head with the volleyball, <laughs> it was funny because they're showing him and he's standing there. He's waiting to get hit in the back of the head with the ball and he's trying like not to flinch because he knows it's coming. It was hilarious. Anyway, I just had to say that. Nice. It was hilarious. All right. So the next thing here and, and this one I think is a big one. I mean, this the, was a big, this was a big change because for me, this, this is a lot of character development in the book for me was the fact that Bella began to take like a motherly role. Absolutely. Role in the Bella house. Bella is a caregiver. She was a caregiver to Charlie. She cooked him dinner all the time and in the movie did the shopping as well i did, mean did yeah, the shopping absolutely. and and then out of nowhere in the movie they decide that these the two they of them eat out every they, night they eat out all the time right they're eating at this restaurant and i'm like no no th- this is I, I like the relationship of bella and charlie better in the book because right. it she, she i mean she cares for him i mean and it shows that she's caring for him and she's right you know and charlie needs her you know in a way and and that that's what's portrayed that is there absolutely what is portrayed there but it's absolutely. not portrayed in the book no it's not not portrayed in the book at all you mean in the movie uh, yes that's what i mean thank you, you i'll probably mess that up again a couple I know. Of times that's okay anyway also who's wailing you know, we're sitting here watching the movie. Who is Whalen? Whalen was made up for the movie. Fictional guy yeah, doesn't poor exist. Guy. He it, probably gets so much trouble for that. He just needed to have some. They needed to fabric. See, this is where you start telling lies. You have to tile other lies to cover up your lies. They just needed <laughs> Whalen to be a meal. You know, to end right. up as a meal for somebody. Right. Isn't he the guy who got eaten <laughs> by uh, by uh, James and? And uh, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. I just yeah, want to make sure he, I yeah. got the, all You're, that together. Absolutely, he's the one who got yep in the boat. All okay, right. so the Cullens drive in separate cars in the beginning. Yeah, this is this is this uh, is something that didn't happen. It was always the silver Volvo in because the, they didn't want to stand out. That's right, and right. and you don't drive the 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 convertible because right. you know we don't want to draw attention to ourselves and then right. all of a sudden they're driving the jeep and it's like the jeep isn't introduced until they go in to play the ball game exactly although i do really really like um kellen lutz who plays um emmett i do really like him watching him jump out of the back of the jeep okay i i think that's cool and to know that he did that jump on his own and right. so, so that's fun but you're right they did only drive the volvo mm-hmm. um because they want to blend in, mm-hmm. which they don't succeed at. So right. anyway. All right. So entirely made up scenes about the hunt of Laurent, James, and Victoria. Um, okay. I, I just want to say that that this added to the story. It did. It did. And, and, and I think it was something that creatively kind of built these characters for me. And I'm okay with it. It's just, it is just frustrating. It, it almost, I almost wish... The story that would have actually been written into the book, I would have liked to seen that written right. into the book. Okay, what are your thoughts? I don't know, I, I don't know. But um, the, the, because I think the book is perfect as it is. <laughs> I don't think the book is perfect. Book is great, and it's the original story, and I get that. Right. 
But I, I, I would have liked to have, have. But it's Bella's perspective. Yeah. And so, and I think that that's why it couldn't have been in the book because it is a one person person. It is first person. It's written in first person. Yeah, but there, there could have been men- made mention that Charlie came up. Well, home it was made upset. mention. No. Okay, go ahead. Charlie came home upset tonight. It, this is what they could have wrote in the book. Charlie came home upset tonight, obviously shaken. Uh, you know, somebody was killed and they don't know what's going on. Somebody believes it was an animal, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I, I don't know. Well, see, the thing is, is that up until the point, up until the, in the book, up until the ball game, they hadn't hunted there. Right. In Forks. Right. So it was completely made up for the movie. I don't think it needed to be in the book, but... There is made mention of it because when Edward takes his to takes her to his house to meet his family, yeah, he that does they're say coming. There, there are visitors that I'm going to be overbearingly protective. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want coming. you to think I'm naturally a tyrant. And it's it's announced by Alice, you know, and mm-hmm. and not through through this story. So I I don't know. I I liked it. I mean that that one was one that didn't bother me a whole lot, but um. Let's see here. Oh, the other thing is, and this is silly, but okay. I, I really enjoyed the first, you know, getting to know the story, getting right. to know Forks and how much of a big deal they made out of the snow day. Right. You know, and or not snow day off of school, but the fact that it snowed and yeah. everybody is all excited. And and that wasn't even in the movie. No. And it's like, sure, they showed that no it was wintertime. They showed that she slipped. Yeah. You know what I do? You know what I thought was just a little bit overdone in the movie? What? Is they, you know how movies they can actually they actually filter all the color of a movie. Yes. And this had so much blue tint, and I understand why they did it, but it's like there's this blue film, uh, you know, or this blue tint mm-hmm. over the entire movie, and it just makes it so much more dreary than I think it should have been. Mm, not if not if the story's being told I know from Bella's I know. perspective I know because she talks many times actually you would think it would be a green tint she talks about it being too green you know everything that's supposed to be brown is covered in green I think that I don't, I don't know Anna J says that I live in Washington and snow days are a big deal for us here because we don't get a lot of snow. And that's exactly what I'm saying is that they definitely made a big deal of it in the book. And I wish they would have at least shown some snow. She she slipped on some ice, but they didn't show any snow. Exactly. And then you have here, um, there were new tires on the truck instead of chains. Yeah, and that kind of bugged me as well. You know, because that was easy. I mean, that's something easy that they could have. It, it it was very easy that they could have done. But also in the book, it says that he he must have got up at like five o'clock right. in the morning to put those chains to on. It. Right. And here it's like, uh, I I took the afternoon off. I went and got you some well, No, it's tires. in the morning. Whatever. Before you, you, school. You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. It's like, okay. I had some time. I went and got you some new tires. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you see where I'm coming with that? I do. And I think that they showed her being a little bit more moved by the by the gesture in the book than they did in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And and the so. point that wow, he you know, right. he's starting to take care of me or you know, or that or she wasn't else, she, yeah. she wasn't used to somebody taking care right, of her. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
here's here's the thing is there's something that you kept saying in our prior recordings and it was driving me crazy because i was because like it's not in the book i was waiting i was waiting right. i was waiting for it to come up in the book and i finished the book and i'm like okay where does <laughs> stephanie get off calling this the almost accident right it's it's totally in the movie bella says it to charlie in the kitchen um you know your mom mm-hmm. called she's really you know well you shouldn't have told her about the almost accident and it stuck with me yeah it stuck with me um when bella and edward talk about it it's really pretty much like well will you remember you know they they don't really ever right say it but um but yes bella calls it to charlie the almost accident and with me that stuck Mm -hmm. i like i kind of like it it was just it was just catchy right all right so in the in the movie, Mike is asking Bella to the prom. Yes, where that's that, and, every, and you pretty much everybody's trying to vibe for her attention <laughs> to invite her not to the prom, but to the girls' choice dance. Right. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Okay. I was bummed that they left Tyler out from asking her. Yeah. And I was bummed that they didn't do it in a traffic jam where it was all Edward causing all of this to happen. Right. You know, and that that was that was kind of frustrating because, you know, the whole the whole progression with, you know, Tyler asking her to the dance and then showing up to take her to the prom at the end. You know, those are those are funny things. Those were funny elements that were left out. Yep, absolutely. And then, of course, and this makes no sense at all. And I'll tell you what, this is the kind of stuff that just makes this movie horrible. Right. All right. Why in in the I'm sorry, I can't go to the prom or I can't go to the dance with you because I'm going to Jacksonville. Right. Which is where her mom is or actually where her mom is not at this point. Is she? I have no idea, but I don't care. It's Seattle. It's supposed to be Seattle. Do you know how long of a drive Jacksonville is? Well, she would fly, obviously. But still, come on. Yeah. Jacksonville. I get it. it. And then you left out, you left out in, in the book, Edward stays the whole time. Oh, during the accident. After the accident, you know. Um, And. I thought I did put that in. You did, but we didn't say it. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. skipped over. Yeah. Um, So, but that, that's frustrating because a lot happens there. Yeah. You know, and that is why. That's where he promises that he will explain everything. And then so then in the movie, when she goes up to him in the hospital, it really doesn't make sense that she's upset that that she's upset that he won't tell her, you know, because there was never that conversation back at the school parking lot. So so that was frustrating to me. But I agree with you about Jacksonville. There's no there was no reason for that. There was no reason to change that. There was no reason at all. Right. Uh, okay. So right, the, no field trip. Yep. So the f- next thing is, is that in the book, they show a field trip now and I'm sorry, in the movie, they show that they're going on a field trip. There was no field trip mentioned in the book at all. Although I'm going to give them a little leeway in the movie here because they used the field trip to actually incorporate a couple different things, a couple yes. of different conversations. Right. There and, are like four conversations happening at one time. Yeah. It, this, this is where the movie, I think, kind of compressed things a little bit, to, a little bit, and to move the story along. But man, it at what cost? Right. And absolutely. But I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm okay with them doing the field trip. What do you think? I'm okay. Yeah, I was okay with it. 
Okay. I, I was. Um, my favorite line of the whole movie happens on the field trip, and that's when Edward simply says, "Hi." <laughs> when she, you don't even say hi to me, and he says, "Hi." Hi. Nice. <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. Right. All right. So then, um, let's see here. We we go to the field trip, and then they come back. There's the restaurant scene. Yes. All right. The restaurant scene, and there is a certain Stephanie sitting at the counter which there, yes for those of you who don't know this that you're is, talking when she's in the restaurant with with charlie yes not when she's in port angeles with right Edward. right yes okay. that's correct yes that's what i'm talking about so uh but yeah stephanie stephanie meyer and i, I know i put <laughs> stephanie miller in the that is so funny i know Steph, well we have a friend named stephanie miller. i know we do All i right. know although but, she spells her name like me i know so. So Stephanie Stephanie Meyer is in the restaurant typing on her Mac at the counter. At the counter, she's totally working on Breaking Dawn. It was very big um, from watching the deleted scenes. They were very. Um, she made them be very careful not to catch her computer screen mm-hmm. on on film. Right. Yeah. Yep. So and she's working on Breaking Dawn. So let's see here. The whole getting away from Jasper and Alice um, in the movie was way too easy. Stephanie. Say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, hide and the seek. Whole get- yes. Hide it and was seek. so much more complex in the book that this was, they made it, you know, when James says this was all too easy, it certainly was all too easy. You know, I, and I didn't buy it and I don't like that. Alice didn't have the vision in the movie. Yeah. That, um, because if, if you've read the book, you know that Alice saw Bella make a decision to be in the same room as well, James. You, we didn't see her. She didn't see that she made the decision. She saw okay. that they were going to be together. She saw that they were going to be together, but Alice can only see the course that someone's on once they've chosen to be on it. Right. So wouldn't that lead you to believe that she saw what she saw was based on the fact that Bella made the decision or that to James go. made a decision to outwit them. Okay. See, I I think the the book was very ambiguous on that. Okay. Because and, and she was, uh, I think Bella was afraid that Alice had fo- had found out and that she would feel betrayed. But mm-hmm. no, but Alice didn't. That's the other thing I wanted to say. I love Alice. Right. Because she was so excited. I mean, and 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 uh, she she I mean the from the first time that she was <gasps> right. excited to meet her. Right. And it's like even on the field trip. She's, even on, yeah, know, even, absolutely. Are you going to ride on the bus with us? And, no, our and bus her, is full. Our bus is full. You know, it, it, I really enjoy Alice, and I love something that she says at the end. And I did I did I write this down? Yeah, uh, I'll say it here. But at, uh, at the end of the movie, she it, it made it actually stood out to me a little bit more than in the book. Where in the movie she says... It's going to happen, Edward. I've seen it. it, Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's going to happen. I've seen it. Now, in in the book, I don't remember her saying that. But in the book, I remember it being implied that what? Has Alice seen... Alice has seen, you know, that I'm going to become it, hasn't she? Right. Is that... Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, in the hospital... In yeah. the hospital, um, she says, Alice has seen it, hasn't she? Right. And she kind of guesses, but she doesn't know for sure. It, in the movie, she says, I heard her. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the movie, we heard her. Right. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so 
I, anyway, I, I liked, I liked that. And, um, and, and her, you know, she is seeing that future. So, uh, things of things to come. And I don't know anything about the future. So you don't worry about me That's giving right. you any spoilers. That's right. I know a little bit too much about the future and I struggled at times in keeping them separate. Right. But, um, we didn't talk about the whole frustrating part with the way that she found out that in the movie, the way that she found out that Edward was a vampire. Um, oh, yeah. There was no need to change that from Jacob flat out telling yeah, her, was Jake, there? I mean, no, Jacob should like, have been the one. It seemed like the story would have moved faster had... See, when we were covering the book, we made a big deal out of all this. That's why right. I forgot to bring that right. up. We, we did make a big deal out of that then also. Um, you know, I think that the it still would have moved the, the movie on at the same pace had she found out through Jacob Actually, it would have moved it along faster. Would have been faster than than the way they did it, and then and then the scene in the Port Angeles restaurant and everything would have been more accurate. Yeah, you know. And I said to you today on the couch that although I love um, the sarcastic re- responses that he gives her in the movie when she says, "You've got to give me some answers, yes, no, to get to the other side," and then you know yeah. the square root of pie. They weren't to that point. He wouldn't have been that joking. He wouldn't have been that open with her yet. And so that frustrates me. I, I get that it plays into the story. I get that it's a movie and things have to go a certain way, but it doesn't play into who he was Right at that point. Yep. All right. So let's see here. In the movie, seems to, uh, see, she seems to know where she's going. In the movie, she seems to know where she's going. Do you have any idea what that means? No, I have no idea what that means. In the movie, she seems to know where she's going. Have no clue what that means. Oh, prom. Oh, duh. Prom. She knows that she's going yeah. to prom, where <laughs> obviously in the book... It takes her quite a while to, yeah. to catch on to the fact. And then she's angry. Yeah. But she seems all happy about going. And yeah. Yeah. So that, that that didn't fit in either. Not at all. But I do love the line. It is a perfect setup. Perfect setup for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I leave you alone for two minutes and the wolves descend. Yes. That. Is that not like the best setup ever? Well, here's the thing. You know, that's where something that's not written in the book that you put in a movie that I can live with. Right. You know? Absolutely. I remember just loving that line even before I had seen or even I knew that there were were already more books but the first time that i saw the movie having not read the books yet i was like that is an awesome setup they did a great job yeah and then um they also setting up the rest of the story for the future movies having victoria at prom was also very very cool exactly yeah Anyway. So, okay. But Emmett and Rosalie and Allison Jasper were not. I know. At I want. And why wouldn't that be? I mean, they should have been at the prom. Yeah. They go to school there too, and Absolutely. they made a huge point of it. And I love the fact that they were the center of attention there. And <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm with the vampires, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That whole, scene, you know, that whole that whole conversation <laughs> would have been awesome for right. this movie. It wouldn't have added very much at all. Right. And so I would. I wish that. And of course, that. But they go out of their way to show Victoria there. Right. Which is not in the book. And I'm sorry. I don't care what that's setting up for in the next stories and stuff. But it wasn't in the book. It wasn't in the book. But I leave you alone for two minutes and the wolves descend. Exactly. Total awesomeness. Yeah. It was great. 
So anyway, that is our review. I'll still watch the movie. I don't know if I could bear it again. Really? I I don't know. The, the, the movie is not the same story. It's not the same story. I agree with you. It is not the same story, but it is It's got awesome enough. music. It's got awesome music. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I love that um, some of the questions that are popping up in the chat room, obviously, that we haven't been in. But um, uh, John, right? John? Know. Yeah. Jo- is that... Um, anyway, um, anyway go ahead. I think so. Um, it says, did you know that Robert Pattinson made two of the tracks that were put on the Twilight soundtrack? And he's saying, yep, it's John. And um, yes, I do know that. I could probably answer a lot of questions, a lot of trivia questions about Twilight. I would, I have crossed into the territory of what they call a, a, a Twilight mom, where I'm more into it now than my kids are, which... It's freaky for me to admit, <laughs> but, um, so yeah. And they're awesome tracks. I love his sound. Yeah. Yeah. And I was sad to find out that obsessive much, just a little bit, just, just, a, just little. a little bit. Um, and I, I was upset that he's not on the new moon soundtrack. Oh, he's not. No, I, I've heard, I've heard parts. Yeah. I've heard it. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. All right. I like his music. Yeah. So here's the deal. In the chat room earlier, and I, I just purposely waited until now to kind of answer this question. They asked, so Cliff, are you going to see the movie New Moon before you read the right. book? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely Although, not. here's what I will say. Okay. Knowing what I know about this movie and then reading the book. Right. It would probably be better if I watched the movie first because then I'll love the movie. Right. And I don't know. You, well, you can't say one way or the other because you haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. And you know what? And I ha- I can say that I have... Um, I don't enjoy Twilight, the movie, as much after reading the book. Um, I would rather read the story and have it... Um, the way it was written? The way it was written. The way it was meant to be. Yeah. But I think that... I really think that, you know, this thing we have called modern technology, this CGI, is going to do things with the story that my imagination just can't handle. Right. And and that excites me. Well, the only thing is, is that I am thinking, you know, I, I enjoyed the movie... And the movie introduced me to the story, and then all of a sudden I got the, oh my gosh, this story is so much better than what's in the movie. Right. And now I have the backstory, and so if I watch the movie, at least I'm like, okay, well, this is all new. This is new story, so the movie's going to seem right. great. It's all going to be brand new. It's all going to be brand new, right. and it's going to seem great, and then all of a sudden I could then watch or read the book. See, I have the fear of going to the movie and being, you know... And being disappointed. And being disappointed. I do have that fear. If Let me just say this. If I had read the book first, which, yeah, right, that would have ever happened, <laughs> but if I had read the book first, right, and then we went to see this at the theater... I would have came away thinking that was the most... Well, I would have... Everything you heard me say at the beginning of this is exactly what I would right. have said about that movie. What did you call it? I have no idea, I but it wasn't very... It was not a very friendly review. No. Yeah. So, the question although, is... Although it was a good movie, and the... I, I believe that the actors in this movie 
did a phenomenal job of bringing those characters to life. It's not their fault that the script was written the way that it was. Yeah. Joe's asking, does the Harry Potter, Potter books do the same thing and leave a lot out of the movie? That's a good question. <laughs> I have not read the books, but I've enjoyed the movies, or at least some of the movies. And uh, right. we're about to, I'm about ready to find out after yeah. I'm finished with this Twilight yeah, stuff. We're, we're, we're working on the Harry Potter books. We are. Yeah. But our family time is, you know... It's going to expand because we, we need to we need to get that back together. All right. So our family reading time, I should say. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that is our coverage of Twilight from the Twilight Saga. It is. And so next we will. Um, I think you're going to read the book first, though, right? I, I'm questioning whether or not oh, I should. Oh. I was starting to get so excited about yes. starting the book tomorrow. And- no. Yes. I'm going to read the book. And uh, I would, I would love. I mean, I'm going to read the book anyway because I think I would like to have one more good read through the book before I see the movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you and I will read the book and and podcast about it. No more (laughs) secrets for us. But we will, we will cover New Moon together and record those. It'll be a It'll be the next series in our coverage of the Twilight Saga. And, of course, Plus members will have access to that for free as well. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are non-Plus members who have purchased this, we want to say thank you. Right. And uh, the the next series covering New Moon, the book and the movie, will be available for purchase as well. So I think that movie review will have um, a special guest host, won't it? Yes, it will. Yes, we'll have a special co-host in studio for the movie review. Anyway, thank you all very much for listening. We'll be back. Uh, and, and by the way, if you are if you did buy this because you're a non-plus member and you have never heard of gspn.tv, head over to gspn.tv sometime. Check out the shows that we have. I encourage you to check out our TV fan podcast. We do the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. Uh, we do the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast. Lots of other TV show podcasts. Go and check that out. Also, we have the full-time mom. I guarantee you, it doesn't matter if you're a guy, <laughs> girl, married, not married, you're a mom or not, no kids at all. I promise you, you go to fulltimemompodcast.com and listen to one episode. Doesn't matter which one. Listen to one. You will be addicted. And therefore, you'll probably eventually want to become a Plus member. <laughs> And if you do that, you get all the Twilight stuff for free. So. I can't help but laugh every time you say that. It's true. Know. I it's know. true. That's what people say. People tell me all the time. Anyway, thank you all. And until next time, join, join the, the community, community at gspn.tv.